Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1023, How Artificial Sweeteners Affect Blood Sugar and Insulin, by Helen West with Healthline.com, and I'm Dr. Neil. Hey, happy Saturday. I'm still not used to saying that. Thank you for being here, and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I act as your narrator of the best health and fitness blogs, all for free. Now, we have five shows where we do this, covering a bunch of different topics. Just search for Optimal Living Daily in any podcast app to find them. Let's keep this intro nice and short and start optimizing your life. How Artificial Sweeteners Affect Blood Sugar and Insulin by Helen West with Healthline.com. Sugar is a hot topic in nutrition. Cutting back can improve your health and help you lose weight. Replacing sugar with artificial sweeteners is one way to do that. However, some people claim that artificial sweeteners aren't as metabolically inert as we previously thought. For example, it's been claimed that they can raise blood sugar and insulin levels. This article takes a look at the science behind these claims. What are artificial sweeteners? Artificial sweeteners are synthetic chemicals that stimulate the sweet taste receptors on the tongue. They are often called low-calorie or non-nutritive sweeteners. Artificial sweeteners give things a sweet taste without any added calories. Therefore, they're often added to foods that are then marketed as health foods, or diet products. They're found everywhere, from diet soft drinks and desserts to microwave meals and cakes. You'll even find them in non-food items, such as chewing gum and toothpaste. Here's a list of the most common artificial sweeteners. Aspartame, saccharin, acylsafame potassium, neotame, and sucralose. Bottom line. Artificial sweeteners are synthetic chemicals that make things taste sweet without any extra calories. What causes blood sugar and insulin levels to rise? We have tightly controlled mechanisms to keep our blood sugar levels stable. Blood sugar levels increase when we eat foods containing carbohydrates. Potatoes, bread, pasta, cakes, and sweets are some foods that are high in carbohydrates. When digested, carbohydrates are broken down into sugar and absorbed into the bloodstream, leading to an increase in blood sugar levels. When our blood sugar levels rise, our body releases insulin 
Insulin is a hormone that acts like a key. It allows blood sugar to leave the blood and enter our cells, where it can be used for energy or stored as fat. But small amounts of insulin are also released before any sugar enters the bloodstream. This response is known as cephalic phase insulin release. It is triggered by the sight, smell, and taste of food, as well as chewing and swallowing. If blood sugar levels drop too low, our livers release stored sugar to stabilize it. This happens when we fast for prolonged periods, like overnight. There are theories on how artificial sweeteners may interfere with this process. Theory one, the sweet taste of artificial sweeteners triggers cephalic phase insulin release, causing a small rise in insulin levels. Theory two, regular use of artificial sweeteners changes the balance of our gut bacteria. This could make our cells resistant to the insulin we produce, leading to both increased blood sugar and increased insulin levels. Bottom line, eating carbohydrates causes a rise in blood sugar levels. Insulin is released to bring blood sugar levels back to normal. Some claim that artificial sweeteners may interfere with this process. Do artificial sweeteners raise blood sugar levels? Artificial sweeteners won't raise your blood sugar levels in the short term. So a can of Diet Coke, for example, won't cause a rise in blood sugar. However, in 2014, Israeli scientists made headlines when they linked artificial sweeteners to changes in gut bacteria. Mice, when fed artificial sweeteners for 11 weeks, had negative changes in their gut bacteria that caused increased blood sugar levels. When they implanted the bacteria from these mice into germ-free mice, they also had increases in blood sugar levels. Interestingly, the scientists were able to reverse the increase in blood sugar levels by changing the gut bacteria back to normal. However, these results haven't been tested or replicated in humans. There's only one observational study in humans that has suggested a link between aspartame and changes to gut bacteria. The long-term effects of artificial sweeteners in humans are therefore unknown. It is theoretically possible that artificial sweeteners can raise blood sugar levels by negatively affecting gut bacteria, but it hasn't been tested. Bottom line. In the short term, artificial sweeteners won't raise blood sugar levels. However, the long-term effects in humans are unknown. Do artificial sweeteners raise insulin levels? Studies on artificial sweeteners and insulin levels have shown mixed results. The effects also vary between different types of artificial sweeteners. Sucralose. Both animal and human studies have suggested a link between sucralose ingestion and raised insulin levels. In one study, 17 people were given either sucralose or water and then were administered a glucose tolerance test. Those given sucralose had 20% higher blood insulin levels. They also cleared the insulin from their bodies more slowly. Scientists believe sucralose causes an increase in insulin by triggering sweet taste receptors in the mouth, an effect known as cephalic phase insulin release. For this reason, one study that injected sucralose into the stomach, which bypasses the mouth, did not detect any significant rise in insulin levels. Aspartame. Aspartame is perhaps the most well-known and most controversial artificial sweetener. However, studies have not linked aspartame with raised insulin levels. Saccharin. Scientists have investigated whether stimulating the sweet receptors in the mouth with saccharin leads to an increase in insulin levels, but the results are mixed. One study found that mouthwashing with a saccharin solution without swallowing caused insulin levels to rise. Other studies have found no effects. Asulfame potassium. Asulfame potassium, also known as asulfame K, can increase insulin levels in rats. One study in rats looked at how injecting large amounts of asulfame K affected insulin levels. They found a massive increase 
of somewhere between 114 to 210%. However, the effect of asulfame K on insulin levels in humans is unknown. Summary. The effect of artificial sweeteners on insulin levels seems to be variable, depending on the type of sweetener. Sucralose appears to increase insulin levels by triggering receptors in the mouth. However, few high-quality human trials exist, and it is currently unclear whether other artificial sweeteners have similar effects. Bottom line. Sucralose and saccharin may raise insulin levels in humans, but the results are mixed, and some studies find no effects. Asulfame K raises insulin in rats, but no human studies are available. Can you use artificial sweeteners if you have diabetes? Those with diabetes have abnormal blood sugar control due to a lack of insulin and or insulin resistance. In the short term, artificial sweeteners won't raise your blood sugar levels, unlike high intakes of actual sugar. So they are considered safe for those with diabetes. However, the health implications of long-term use are still unknown. Bottom line. Artificial sweeteners do not raise blood sugar levels and are considered safe alternatives to sugar for those with diabetes. Should you avoid artificial sweeteners? Artificial sweeteners have been declared safe by regulatory bodies in the US and Europe. However, they also note that health claims and long-term safety concerns require more research. Although artificial sweeteners may not be healthy, they are at the very least significantly less bad than refined sugar. If you eat them as part of a balanced diet, then there is no strong evidence that you should stop. However, if you're concerned, then you can use other natural sweeteners instead or just remove sweeteners altogether. You just listened to the post titled How Artificial Sweeteners Affect Blood Sugar and Insulin by Helen West with Healthline.com. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So, When you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I always love reading blogs from healthline.com because they back up their statements with published studies. And this was a very balanced approach to the topic of artificial sweeteners and blood sugar. It's often difficult to find a balanced opinion on this topic since it's so polarizing. Now, you may be wondering, well, what about the health effects of artificial sweeteners on things like cancer, for example? Well, remember, 
The topic of this post was specifically how artificial sweeteners affect blood sugar and insulin. So that would require a whole separate post just to talk about artificial sweeteners and cancer or other chronic diseases. But if you want to look up more information on this stuff, you can find another reliable source on this topic by Googling CSPI Chemical Cuisine. That's CSPI Chemical Cuisine. We'll go ahead and provide a direct link in this episode's description as well. But this is another good resource on a number of other additives and preservatives, not just artificial sweeteners, that we find commonly in foods. But if you want to know about artificial sweeteners specifically, they definitely covered that on that website as well. And they talk about this stuff in a not super sciencey way, so it's really accessible to those who may not have a science background. All right, that'll do it for me for today. I hope you have a great weekend if you're listening in real time. And I'll see you tomorrow for the Sunday show, still getting used to saying that, where your optimal life awaits.